Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. You are listening to Session 53, Devils in the Details. Before we get into it, I wanted to give a shout out to Rollmongers Network. Raid and I are wrapping up a guest appearance on their show Monster Interrupted. We've had a great time hanging out with the folks there and getting a little taste of Pathfinder 2E, so be sure to check out that trilogy of episodes. Link in the description. This session features sound effects from Sirenscape, music from Philip Melvin, and one additional sound effect from Wanny Manny on Freesound. One of Rain's favorite things about running a game driven by the party is when we get to go off book and handle problems with unexpected solutions. The further into an adventure we get, the more commonplace this becomes, as the party's skills and resources exceed the bounds of what any adventure writer could have predicted. This week, my search for answers takes us into the bowels of Corvosa. And as one might expect, it's pretty gross down there. Rain also enjoys building on the structure that the adventure provides and really turning the setting into a dynamic place. But don't take our word for it. Let's dive in, or perhaps stick our toe in to test the waters, in this week's session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to, to Curse, Curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. Well, I need to turn my mic a little bit. My mic is a little too hot. Mm, you're a little too hot. Hot. I've made that joke several times before. Yes. But it doesn't get hey, old. I'm not going to argue with you continuing to make the joke. Good. Uh, I, I will take what I can get. Good. <laughs> That's, not that's to, all you're gonna get. That's not to say. That's not to say. Oh, oh that was too hot. I'm, I'm sorry. I think I need to turn you back down. Now. No. We're both too hot. Hot damn. <laughs> Call the sound designer. Make, We're so sorry. Make a blue dragon want to retire, man. And that's how we saved the adventure path. Yep. So, <laughs> when we last left our heroes, what was happening? We had just brought. Lenore back to life. Well, not to life. From being stone. She wasn't stone. dead. She was just stone. We 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 let Lenore come down from, from her being stone. stoning. Uh, she was so stoned, like oh my god. But anyway. 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 Uh, Lenore is now unstoned. Yes, Lenore is now unstoned. Um, we uh. Talk to Salvatore uh, once it was safe to do so yes. um, and asked him, uh, well, Lowry wanted to ask him some questions and we wanted to ask him some questions. We managed to convince Lowry to let us go first, which was a relief because I wasn't exactly sure what she was going to do to him when she asked him questions if he didn't tell her exactly what she wanted to know. Um, <laughs> Amazing. Um, I love Lowry, but she scares me. Uh, Lowry is one of my favorite characters. Uh, I, she's she's pretty great. Um I don't trust her as far as Damien could throw her. Uh, <laughs> Isn't Damien really good at throwing things? Not people. Okay. He's good at throwing small things. <laughs> Playing cards. Playing cards. Yes. You know, I trust her a little more than Ophelia could throw her, I guess. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, we talked to Salvatore. Uh, we got mm-hmm. him to um, talk about his dreams. Yes. Uh, and in his dreams, notably, uh, there was a guy, a guy from <laughs> Imperial Taldor. Yes. Uh, about a thousand years ago with long curly hair and a mustache. He might not actually be from Taldor, but the fashions he's wearing are consistent with somebody yes. from Taldor. And we noted that this length of time ago was consistent with the age of that uh warning plaque with all of the warnings on it in different languages yes uh, that says don't dig here there's only bad stuff uh that did uh, seem that that uh iliosa donated to the jigari museum uh like a week ago yes and yeah we also talked to salvatore about uh and and lowry then about what had happened to the blue dragon Uh, and apparently according to lowry at least um the blue dragon's soul was broken up into a bunch of artifacts so that uh he could continue to be punished by zon kuthan Mm -hmm. for going back on some sort of promise or deal they had made in lowry's words in lowry's words he was a very naughty boy he he being the blue dragon uh and needed to be punished and um so we're thinking that the uh the crown of fangs uh which is the the crown with teeth on it that ilios is wearing um is one such artifact and we're not sure what it's gonna do to her but it's definitely very evil uh and it's definitely very bad and we're thinking that at least um my my running theory is that this thing was buried somewhere on old corvosa yes uh and was sending visions to people who were properly sensitive um <laughs> maybe you know people who had in their minds just sort of the general disposition of looking for inspiration um queen Iliosa, notably is a bard uh, and that once she dug this thing up, it stopped giving visions to everyone, including the artists who had used those visions for inspiration. It's a, it's a, it's a cool theory. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And now you have Lenore back. Yeah. And now Lenore is back. Uh, and, and everybody is, uh, you know, she's been caught up on everything. Um, and we have a couple of leads that we got while Lenore was out that we can follow up on now. Yes. Notably, there's the first one lead, uh, which is Pilts. Uh, but we just put, we just fought Pilts. It didn't go very well. Uh, so even with Lenore back, I don't know. We might wait on that. Yes. But there was another lead that we got now that we're back on the mainland that we can follow, which had to do with our missing baby Otiug Portobello. Uh, we talked to the Otiugs uh, right next to Salvatore Scream's house. And yes. they said that there were rumors that... Uh, a mother Otiug was looking for her lost baby and that we should talk to the broker below on the mainland. Mm-hmm. And, and so I believe that is what you are yes. intending to do. So we would like to try to find the broker below tonight, I think. Excellent. So, uh, uh, so my question for you is what do you want your party makeup to be at this point? Yes. Uh, so uh, I was just going to say, um, I think that center is going to hang back at the sort of safe house, I guess, okay. uh, in the gray district and keep working with the Frasmans there just to make sure that everything is uh, safe from, you know, any remaining uh, splinter factions of the um, Ergothoans. 
Uh, nice. any, any splinter factions of the Earth Owens um, that might still be in the city. Uh, and, you know, also keep Edgar safe. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so the party comp will be uh, as as it once was and hopefully shall be for some time longer in the future. Uh, Damien, Unia, Ophelia and Lenore. OK, gotcha. L- Lenore definitely wants to go find Portobello. <laughs> uh, Center right. not as connected to the baby Otiag as the other members of the party, having no. never met it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so. With your party reunified, you will be able to set out. Yes. Now seeking out the broker below. Yes. Now I don't know where the broker below is, besides that they're on the mainland. All right. So in order and presumably to presumably below. Yes. So in order <laughs> to find the broker below, you well, first of all, you can roll diplomacy to gather information. I would love to do that. Um, yes. Ophelia. Um, Ophelia can go gather information. Would you say that? Um, her social identity is useful for gathering information here, or should I have her in her, um, vigilante identity? Up to you. Well, I mean, I, mostly I'm asking, will I get the bonus? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'll, I think I'll go around a vigilante identity. Okay. I don't know if well, anybody's going to... In, t- what, in what circumstances do you gain the bonus? Uh, social identity. I mean, I, I, I'd still say it's up to you. Okay. Uh, you can be in social identity and get a bonus on... What, what does the bonus apply to? Uh, diplomacy checks. Oh, and then, uh and sense motive okay well i mean i don't know that it would yeah I don't, I don't know that i can tell you which identity would be better to be in okay yeah okay i was just sort of wondering like does ophelia have a feeling um uh, ophelia have an ophelia-ing? uh <laughs> good lord um, i do personally uh from i guess from a uh from a uh role-playing standpoint think it, it would be a little odd if a fancy noblewoman went around asking about the broker below, so I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, in, you could do it if if you want to do that. I'll I'll do it in uh, vigilante identity. Okay. Uh, all right. Good. So rolling, 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 rolling. Clack clack. Diplomacy rocks. Clack clack clack. <laughs> Natural twenty. Oh my gosh! What does that give you a total of? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yep. Holy shit! This is never going to happen again. All right. Let me pull up my Corvosa map here. So you guys are starting down here in the gray district. That's yes. uh, that's south of the pillar wall. Yes. Um, and you, what sort of person are you seeking out to find this broker below? Um, you know, we could go back and ask the um the were rats. Oh, do you want to do you want to go to Aries? Yeah, yeah. All right. So you go to uh, Aries Yellow Eyes stall. Mm-hmm. And uh, how how do you proceed? Uh, so. Oh, I actually should specify. So you go back to Ares Yellow Eyes stall, uh, which is in, uh, I believe, Midlands. Yeah. Uh, it is a fishmonger stall. The the area uh, smelling very strongly of fish. You will see that there are stamped boxes uh, near the stall that bear like a symbol that looks very much like the coat of arms of the city. Uh, and uh, you will see Ares Yellow Eyes. This this uh yellow-eyed woman uh who's sort of like wringing her hands and uh every now and then somebody will come up to her and and uh talk to her about fish and you see that she she has this tendency to sort of avert direct eye contact and just go about her business and try not to draw attention to herself and try not to engage directly with people Mm. 
Um, so, uh, the rest of the party is going to hang back a little bit while, uh, Siren goes up, um, sort of just walking casually, uh, and, uh, Siren will go up and, um, look at the, the fish and stuff on display. Okay. Uh, let me, let me pull up Aries real quick. Uh, yes, a <laughs> mousy secondhand fish monger with jaundiced eyes. Yes. She seems to be in her... She's like a middle-aged woman. Hi, Aries. Hello there. Uh, you remember me, don't you? Yes. Um, which identity are you in? Siren. You're in the Siren. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, thank you for the help that you gave us with um, the Gehrig's situation. Of course. Um, <laughs> Is everything all right now? <laughs> you see her ears sort of perk up a little bit as she looks at you. She's in her humanoid form, but mm-hmm. you see, but the way that her ears perk up, it has almost a bit more attenuation uh-huh. than human ears might normally have. Mm-hmm. And she, and you look, and you look as she like raises her head and sort of sniffs at you a little bit. Are you? Yes. Feeling all right. I'm feeling fine. You know, huh. um, it does so happen that sometimes when you get into places that are a little dangerous, some of those things have lasting effects. Yes, 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 lasting effects. But ones that I'm sure, with the help of friends, yes, will never be too difficult. Yes, to manage. it's you know, it's I have good friends good. who are helping me. I think a support network is good when you feel yourself isolated yes. from others, particularly every few weeks or so. <laughs> Oh, I know how that is. (laughs) I was wondering if you might be able to do us a little favor in return. It's nothing big. We're just... We're looking for a person who might have some information. Oh? Some more rare fish, you might say. Oh, oh, some... water? Rare fish information that perhaps you might not be able to find yes usually yes i know just the place um now uh i i, w- I will tell you um it's a uh, you, you must be on your manners of course uh let's say uh fine fellow you can find him at the intersection of sixth and law is it where where is that on the map Sixths and law. You can roll, I think, either knowledge, geography, or survival. Okay. Okay. Um, I... Um, what you will, what you will gather is... Actually, roll sense motive real quick. All right. I'll roll sense motive. That's a... Oh God, that's a 14. Okay. Um, total of 14? Yeah. Um, so she says this, and you're like, I don't know of a sixth street and you're like oh. uh, roll, and roll knowledge geography all right see i rolled i rolled well the once and now i'm rolling like crap seven. Oh <laughs> fuck uh and and uh aries will note that you don't seem to be understanding what she's saying and she's like why don't you take a little walk think about it for a while and i'm sure you can find the place okay thank you um uni is gonna roll sense motive that's a 20. All right. Uh, so, Yunia, you do establish that what Ares has given you is not 
like a real address, it's a riddle. Oh. Okay. It's a, it's not a very complex riddle, but it's you are so if you will look at the map. Yes. Um she says 6th Street. Yes. Right. There's a 4th Street, 5th Street and then there's Northgate Avenue. Is that 6th and Law? Is it near the uh the the Bank of Abadar? All right. I'm also going to have Damien roll a knowledge geography check. He is very good. He is very good at that. Oh, Damien. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. That's a 25. All right. Uh, Damien, uh, with a 25, you will know that in the early days of Corvosa, there was like when the settlement was first being made and when they first started building on the mainland, huh? there was a desire for a gridded street system uh-huh. as you might find in other large cities in Avistan. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Almost as a point of legitimacy. Yes. So they started naming the streets uh, from the narrows uh-huh. as first street, second street, third street, fourth street, fifth street. Yep. Up to the wall that existed at the time. Yes. At the time, um, Corvosa was basically Endrin Isle and this small bastion of Walden section up in the uh, northeast corner of the peninsula. Yes. And then when they, by the time they expanded out from those walls and started incorporating other places, pressures from the noble families that had helped to establish the city forced them to stop naming them on a numbered grid. I see. And started having them named for either their names. You have Palin Street, Volshianic yep. Street, Morong Street, uh, and then Burnt Bridge Boulevard and other other things. Uh, Dead Shuanti Way was named to commemorate uh, the killing of Galstrock's seven deaths. Mm. Uh, North Gate was named for the road that goes to the North Gate. Mm-hmm. But there was never officially named a Sixth Street. Uh-huh. Uh, I will, with that... Can you determine what Sixth and Law is? So it does appear that there is a small street that is not, it's not labeled on the map, but going south from Fifth Street, there is a small street that, that goes like, that is just a little north of Jagari Circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of, it goes, um, from Mainshore Boulevard and, uh, kind of bumps up against the Longacre building. Uh, and then after it goes past the Longacre building and the building next to it, it continues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and notably there seems to be a place where were these two buildings not here, um, this road that could be 6th Street mm-hmm. would intersect with a street called Arbiter Way. Yes. Uh, that goes uh, north-south. So I'm thinking if there is a hypothetical intersection of 6th and Law, it might be there. Okay. So uh, if I just uh, put a little dot on the map right here. Okay. Now it's also possible that Northgate Avenue could be Sixth Street. Sixth Street. Um, and in that case, Sixth and Law would be the intersection of Arbiter Way and Northgate Avenue, which is, you know, just a little bit south of that. So we could probably look in both places pretty easily. 
there are also numerous other little streets that aren't labeled. There's a street that goes kind of between 4th Street and 5th Street off to the east of them, but like that's like a fourth and a that's like fourth and a half. Uh, yes. I don't think that quite counts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that's where I'd like to start looking. Okay. So you head up to North Point. Uh, North Point is the northeastern tip of mainland Corvosa, and it was the first section of mainland settled by the descendants of the city's Chelish founders. The district uh, houses many of the city's oldest non-noble families. North Point covers the entire northern end of the city and includes the wards uh, Five Corners, Main Shore, North Gate, uh, and Ridgefield. Corvosa's seat of municipal power stands in North Point, as does the city's courthouse and the Bank of Abadar. Notably, you've been to City Hall, Long Acre Building, and the Bank of Abadar. Ah, yeah. So basically, the uh, the point that I have marked here is on the street directly in between uh, City Hall and the Long Acre Building. Yes. Uh, also, City Hall, uh, notably, was the seat of governmental power before the creation of the monarchy. Uh-huh. So you go to here, and almost exactly where you've put your dot, <laughs> there is a black manhole cover with red lettering <gasps> uh, and the lettering is written in Infernal. Does anybody speak Infernal? Damien does. The The lettering in Infernal says quite simply by appointment only. Well, we don't have an appointment. I hope that maybe they'll, maybe if we go down they'll have somebody there like Nurse Torthus and we can ask <laughs> how to get an appointment or we can smack them on the head and go in. Um, Amazing. <laughs> So uh, if we look around, can we determine if there's a way for us to do this that is um, not, like, completely conspicuous? Yeah, so there are, there are people, like, going about their business here. And, uh, like, like this is a pretty busy section. Uh, we're, talking, we're talking probably, like, uptown New York, oh, sort of. Oh, golly. Uh, so there's a lot of people around. However, there... There are a lot of people around. Ah, so, so. All right. So is this some, is this a sleight of hand check to like prize up the? Uh, I'd say if you could make some sort of distraction, you could easily do it. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Okay. Um, we do have uh, the ability to create major image. Um, who's who's like a like a local celebrity who might be in this area on occasion. Hmm? Uh, I know. <laughs> um, What's up? I just, it's very stupid. Um, I'm going to have uh, Damien um, create a major image down the block around Northgate Avenue of a small group of people yelling, Gloria Arcona, he's here and he's giving away free money. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now, now, uh, do you go to a particular place to set up the illusion so that people don't see you uh, casting? Yes, probably. Give me a stealth. All right. Come on, Damien. Can 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 Siren help? Siren can help, but Siren can't do the yeah. Can't be the lead on this. Yeah. Oh, precious Damien. Oh my God, you're not going to believe this. I rolled another natural twenty. I love these. Ice! I love these new dice. I love them so much. That is a 29 for Damien. Okay, okay. And then Ophelia's gonna help. Manage to slip down into an alley where you don't think anybody will really see you. 
Um, probably somebody's where the garbage is taken out at City Hall (laughs) and and just cast your spell. Damien's hiding in the dumpster, tosses out a card. Yes. (laughs) And uh, manage to get your illusion going so that people can't see you cast the spell. And then you're able to, I mean, once you have concentration up on it, you can kind of move it wherever you want. So if you wanted the illusion to be like something inconspicuous that flies over there and then manifests into a bigger illusion. Yes. Yeah. A little a little bird flies from the dumpster uh, and uh, lands on the street corner. And then (laughs) suddenly there's a person sitting there and then two and then three people. And then they're standing up and there's and then there's Glorio Arcona. Hello, everyone. (laughs) I'm Glorio Arcona. Oh, my God. I'm here to give away free money. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I realized, I realized uh, after introducing Gloria Arcona that I needed to give him a more unique voice. And then we conveniently watched what we do in the shadows. And holy fucking shit. So now he has the Laszlo. He has the Laszlo voice now, yes. I'm Gloria Arcona. And I'm here to give away all of the free money that I can. Won't anyone take this free money? <laughs> he starts throwing coins out. And uh, are any of the... Is, does the illusion include any people that are picking up coins? Uh, yes. Yes. Right. It includes people. All right. And this, as you might expect, just outside City Hall, attracts a lot of attention. <laughs> and now you can make a sleight of hand if you want to open the manhole cover without uh, yes. anybody noticing. Yes. Uh, 21? Okay. Uh, let me roll just for your average citizen's perception. <laughs> they are distracted. I rolled a seven. All right. So, as the crowds are moving around, um, oh, uh, Siren takes out her any tool, uh, jimmies it into a crowbar shape, and uh, yep, raises it up and pop, 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 pop. <laughs> so. Notably, when you open this, uh, you will see that there is a bit of a, a bit of a hole uh, going down, but it doesn't have like a like a ladder. It's just dark on the inside. Ooh, fun! Um, are you guys just going in, or um, Damien will cast fly on himself. Okay. Uh, and uh, Damien will descend uh, okay. to see if there's any. Uh, if there's a ladder or if there's like a right. like a pile of pillows or so something. It it, it, it seems I, I should I should specify. It seems dark even with the sunlight streaming in. Uh-huh. And as you cross through the barrier into it, uh you find yourself uh in a marble floored great hall oh. with like with black and red veins uh, shooting through the marble and gilded columns on either side of you. It's an illusion. And large braziers on either side with imps sneering down at you. Incredible. Mm. Is there- Do you have an appointment? Uh, hi, uh, I'm Damien Cosmos. I'm a member of the Cover of Night. Uh, we are uh, looking to determine how one gets an appointment. First, we have to we have to have, have an opening for you. Okay. See, it, one, see one of them pull out like a scroll and just starts looking through it. It's the middle of the day. I imagine there's not a lot of people who come here in the middle of the day. It's our lunch break. Right. And they, they're sort of they're sort of going through the scroll, and you see one of them going. Wait, imps get lunch breaks? Yes, we're union. <laughs> Ha 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 
The courier service. Oh my god. We also have pensions. You have dental? I really need dental. You should ask. Hmm. That's a good thing for collective bargaining. <laughs> <laughs> that moment where you realize that hell might actually have it better off than the city of Corvosa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they go, why don't you come back here tonight at 5 p.m.? Okay. Um, uh, make a will save. Uh, <laughs> oh, my sweet, my sweet Damien. Oh, 25. Okay, you, you're fine. Uh, you, you are free to take that or do something else. How much, um... How much would it cost to move that up a couple hours? Well, uh, you know, cancellations do happen. Uh, but, but, uh, what is the nature of your business? We would like to ask about a missing Otiug baby. Why would you want to do that? You don't understand how important this Otiug baby is. Very well. You're looking for something. How about... Let me let me check let me check pricing guides real quick. <laughs> is Damien floating in the air right now, or how how far beneath is the is the ground? So basically, once you cross into the threshold uh, here, you find yourself on a uh, elaborate circle that seems to match the design of the manhole cover that was above. Oh, okay. Uh, and you're basically once you once your head clears the manhole cover, you're standing on the floor. Okay. So while the while the imps are rhubarb rhubarbing, um, Damien is going to. Uh, poke his head back out of the manhole cover and uh, tell actually, if you else stand on your as you stand on your tiptoes, your head now pokes out of the manhole cover. Yeah, hey, it's 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 safe. You can come down. Um, okay. just just drop right down. It's fine. So uh, the rest of the party will, um, looking rather disoriented, will appear on the uh, on the circle. Ten gold to secure an appointment. Okay, how much to make that appointment now? Twenty gold. We'll we'll take it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so you can proceed. You can proceed uh, down the hall. Uh, the the large doors. There there. So the, there's like these gold lines going down down the road to uh, a very large black and red door that has a bunch of sigils and things on it. Uh. And large gargoyle-headed uh, knockers on the front. So these people are evil, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's merely just a matter of perspective, but evil is suffused <laughs> into our very essence. In our opinion, heaven is evil. In our opinion, heaven is evil. <laughs> I mean, technically, if you cast the spell detect evil, all of us do show up as evil. But, you know... Who made that system? Certainly not us. <laughs> Looks at camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you're going down there? Yes. All right. I'm going to go ahead and bring you on over to the map. I've taken 20 gold out of the party loot. Uh, Put yourselves down at the bottom of the map. Oh, God. Probably somewhere around here. This, uh, is, this, is, what, this is terrifying. So you find yourself in a large vaulted room 
with uh, rows of desks on either side of you, stacked on like three levels. At at each desk, there, like there's there's easily like two dozen or three dozen desks. At each one, labors an imp going through uh, some sort of magical contracts or something. There is a large dog curled up on the floor right here <gasps> with three heads Puppy. and another one on a chain attached to a desk at the end of the room. Puppy. On the chain, there sits a a large devil of some kind with spikes all over him. The devil wears a bowler hat <laughs> and a fashionable suit. Is is the bowler hat like impaled on the spikes? Yes, like the with bowler, the spikes coming through yes, the Yes, the bowler hat is impaled on the spikes and he's wearing this fine suit uh, which seems to actually be tailored so that the spikes protrude from the suit. Nice. Like they are not like specifically they are not poking holes in the suit. They the suit is tailored around the spikes. Okay, so it's, they, there's like nice little holes for them to go yes. through, with like stitching around them yes. and stuff, and like hems around them and everything. Nice, nice. Uh, and you will see that he has a fountain pen and a blood red pot of ink uh, <laughs> sitting in front of him, and a large stack of papers. On one side it has an inbox, and on the other side it has an outbox. Uh, and he sneers this big toothy grin at you, a smile that spreads about three times far across his face <laughs> as a humanoid's smile would go across theirs. I love it. And his glowing yellow eyes stare at you. Well, I wasn't expecting anyone to come after my last cancellation. He, he takes out like a, a small uh, metal cigar case opens it, pulls out a cigar, sticks it in, in between his teeth, and clicks his fingers, and puts up a little flame to the end of it, and then just whoosh, shakes his fingers, and, the, and he watches the flame just disappears. That's so cool. There's a little bit of a magical effect as he does so. That's really cool. Uh, so, whoosh, takes a long drag on the cigar. What brings you to the brokerage office? Lenore looks at Damien and Ophelia is like, should we should we tell him the truth? And Damien's like, he, he's an information broker. He probably knows everything about us anyway. Um, oh, yes. Uh, so um, Cover of night. Yeah, yes. Hi. I heard about you. Yes. Um, is, is your dog, is your dog friendly? No, but they're both well-trained. Okay. You see, actually, as you're coming, as you're coming in the door, the one that's that's um, curled up uh, in the front of the room gets up and sort of stretches its back, and um, they're they're these they're these skinless dogs with uh, skull heads and glowing yellow eyes, much 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 in the same style as uh, the broker. How, how many how many heads? Three heads. Three on the headed. Dogs. Dogs. And the dog uh, will actually come up to you and and you just smell this sulfurous breath uh, that has like the heat of fire uh, and brimstone uh, as it breathes at you taking in your scent. Good doggy. Good doggy. I'm gonna roll a handle. Lenore's gonna roll a handle animal check. Uh, 19? Uh, uh, Lenore kind of holding out her hand for sniffing in sort of a like I'm, I'm not scared I'm not scared 
good doggy, good doggy kind of way. And you will you will just hear uh, in Infernal the broker says, "Spot, <laughs> bring our guests forward. <laughs> Keep them at a good distance, but make sure they know that you're watching them." And you just you just see you just see all three heads just turn back and go. <laughs> And it moves to your side. The dog uh, that's chained to the desk raises one of its head uh, heads as the other two sort of look like they're sleeping. <laughs> I know, I know they're terrifying. I know that they're terrifying, evil, skinless hell beasts. But oh, <laughs> so come forward. Takes another drag on his cigar. Oop. How much far? How much farther uh, forward are we? He, led? He's, you sort of see that he seems to be indicating the the large circle right here. All right, um, I would like to inspect that circle before I go stand in it. Sure. <laughs> uh, perception checks uh, from everyone, and if necessary, a spellcraft check from Damien. Um, I mean, you can definitely you can see the glow of magic in the lines of the floor. Ah. Uh, Basically, you would gather this whole floor is probably worded with some sort of magic. Yeah, I'd like to have Davian make a spellcraft. Okay. Um, you detect magic? E. All right, so you cast detect magic? Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I was wondering, but because I can see it glowing, can I kind of see yeah, if I can you, determine I what the... I, uh, I need to check spellcraft, actually. Yeah, it does seem to be you do need to have detect magic up in order to do it. Okay, Damien is going to hold everybody back a little bit um, as they're walking forward. Uh, um, just a, a a question. Yes. What's that you got on the floor there? Multi-purpose, multi-purpose sigil. By default, it just has a few protective wards. Magic circle against good. Magic circle against chaos, all pointed inward, obviously. Now, <clears throat> by my command, a few extra abilities can be added to it. Dimensional anchor prevents anyone from trying to run away after maybe getting any fresh ideas. <laughs> you don't have any fresh ideas, do you? No. Well, then stand in the circle. I only conduct business from this distance. All right. You understand. It's a insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sense motive. I want to make sure we're not walking into a place where it's like, <laughs> how much are you going to pay me to let you leave? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Unia got a 23. Um, Cinder's not here to help on sense motives anymore. Now I miss her. Ophelia. 15. Damien. Oh, five. The two is so frustrating because it's one of the sparkliest faces on this die. And it's like, oh, pretty. Wait, I rolled like shit. Um, and Lenore. Also a two. All right. Um, so Unia and Ophelia uh, stare at the sky uh, for a total of 25. Uh, does he? I mean, I'm pretty sure. Uh, um, uh, a devil could lie to us easily, but just for the uh, just for the the attempt, uh, does the twenty five get me anything? Uh, I mean, the twenty five uh, will get you that he seems to be being honest with you. Okay. In in that he's disclosing that it it does have a magic circle in it. Okay. Um, you will also actually you will also know 
he specifically has said that it has a magic circle against good and a magic circle against chaos. Uh-huh. If this is an extra dimensional space, uh-huh. there is a good chance that those of you who are outsiders, which in this case, I believe is Damien and Lenore, uh-huh. might not be able to leave the circle without his say-so. Okay. Okay. Damien will look at Unia and Ophelia. Uh, that circle might trap me and Lenore in it. Be careful. You see, and you will see as you're getting closer, uh, the... the uh, Cerberi that has uh, that has its chain actually laying across the edge of the circle grabs the chain with it in its mouth and pulls it back over the edge. Oh, smart and, dog! And uh, moves back to here. So I would also know that if anything disrupts the circle, um, my uh, my characters will be freed. So yes. um, I, Unia or Ophelia could put something down to block the circle um, if if we get stuck. They could. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I will. Walk into the circle. All right. So uh, you'll be looking up at this desk. The desk itself is probably about five feet tall. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the the devil behind is sort of sitting uh, sitting uh, with his high-backed chair teetering on its back legs, feet up on the desk. Uh, and he takes another drag on his cigar and just goes, So, what sort of business are you looking for? Well, we're looking for an individual that was targeted by the um, the Red Mantis assassins. Red Mantis assassins, huh? It's a baby Otiug. Very well. We had heard that you might be aware of where this baby Otiug might be. <sighs> we asked around. I tend not to keep track of things like baby Otiugs, but... I don't think there's any reason that I couldn't come to this information for the right price, of course. What's the price you're asking for? Let me see. Influential folk like you. Very resourceful, very well-renowned about town. You say this baby Otiug was taken by the Red Mantis. Yeah. Hmm. They said... It was pest control. Pest control. Well, as I do have my sources that I could get for something like that. He sort of like waves his hand with the cigar. You see the smoke trailing in circles. Uh, sometimes you almost feel like you can see faces in the smoke looking down, looking out at you. Ooh. I tell you what. Bring me the bone of one of these red mantis. Do you have any idea where we might start looking for bones? <laughs> I'm guessing you mean bones that are right now attached. The fresher, the better. The stronger the connection to the soul, the more valuable the bone. I don't think you'll find any objections among us for ridding the city of any of these Assassins. No, no, I doubt that I will. You know, uh, we've had a good thing going here, and I don't like all these new people muscling in on our territory. <laughs> so, this is a bit of a favor. You take care of one of these assassins. I lend you some aid in making sure the status quo remains. Damien bristles a little bit. 
The broker bristles. <laughs> the, the broker is very bristly. The broker is perpetually bristled. He's perpetually bristled. And you see, you see this the smile, almost like Cheshire Cat style, where where when he's just talking to you, his mouth seems actually smaller than normal. But then when he seems very delighted, it spreads across his face. <laughs> so, bring me one of the bones, and I'll find your. Lenora looks at the other members of the party who all in turn nod at her in agreement. Looks like you got yourself a deal. <laughs> and he, and he uh, writes, and you see him like write something down real quick, and he holds it out, and he watches as the Cerberus with the uh, uh, the Cerberus on the chain comes up, takes the takes this scroll. Uh, in his in its mouth, and then walks it over to you, and and uh, and just sort of lets it unfurl. And you see that there is a uh, signature, there's a signatory line where one of you can sign this contract. Lenore reaches out, and Unia grabs her arm. I'll do it. They walk forward, and uh, the the contract is written in Infernal. Uh, Damien will come up as well to read it. Yes. Um, can Damien try make some sort of check to see if um, there's any clauses or anything in there that we may... Do you have profession barrister? I don't, but I do have linguistics. All right. Roll linguistics. All right. Profession barrister would be a wonderful thing to have at this moment. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes, it would be. Zenobia Zenderholm, do you want to look at this contract for us? Woo! 29. 29 um you would know looking at it um you know this is this is the this is the typical i am not a lawyer but yeah uh looking at the language of it it is written in infernal which uh is by many regarded as the truest language of law uh-huh and you will know that there are a lot of terms in this contract about if you do anything that could be construed as damaging the business of the broker below uh, it it does it does have uh, here the undersigned party hereto referred to as the broker below. Uh huh. Um, you know, there's yeah. there's protections against actually giving out his name. Yeah. Uh, and uh, basically, the contract seems to be saying that he will provide you these services so long as you make no uh make no aggressive moves toward him or his organization. Okay. Uh, anything in there that might so um, anything in there about not messing with Hell Knights anymore? Uh, it doesn't seem to be anything about Hell Knights specifically. Uh, anything about not messing with the Church of Asmodeus? It does. It does have protections against messing with the Church of Asmodeus. Okay, um, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Unia may need to sub out for Center. And there, there's some there's some terminology in it that. You don't know exactly what they're talking about, but it seems that they're referencing some sort of common practice um, that the contract seems to expect that you would understand uh, for retribution. But from what you can what you can gather, it's just something to the effect of retribution. Okay, okay. Uh, so don't don't mess with uh, the Church of Asmodeus or the broker below under threat of retribution. Yes. Okay. Um, I will keep that in mind. Unia 
Uh, I do only need one signatory if any of you are objecting to the contract itself. For the purposes of safety, I will be the sole signatory. Very well. <laughs> Damien will step away. So. Do you need this signed in blood? <laughs> no, we're not savages. <laughs> All right. Do you have a pen? Uh, and uh, actually, actually, the uh, the dog. One of the other heads of the dog will pr- will produce a pen for you. Oh, um, Unia will take the pen, and they will sign the contract. Unia of the thirteenth guys of Aradin. And uh, as as you finish writing it, uh, you will see that there is like a sheen of arcane energy across it. You see, like the ink just just dry, and immediately it has this like set look. As if the writing is a permanent part of the contract. Oh. As if it were woven into the very fibers of the canvas. Exactly. Nice. That's pretty cool. Pleasure doing business with you. Bring me the bone. Yotiog's as good as yours. Understood. Thank you. And he, he takes one last drag on the cigar and inhales it to the to the tip. <laughs> And then flicks it back over, flicks it back over his shoulder, <laughs> and it hits the wall. And there's there's like a a flaming ripple of energy across the back wall. Oh, that's so cool! Is that a portal to hell? <laughs> well, go. All right. Uh, has the dog put one paw over the uh, magic circle? Yeah, so yeah. The my... the, uh, the dog actually uh, drags its chain over the edge of the circle, uh, breaking it. And the lights go out. Uh, and party will get information and uh, go out through the door. Yeah. Uh, All all this while, the imps do not stop working on their contracts. Yeah, There are a Uh, lot of imps in here. There's a lot of imps, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, sometimes I'm relieved that we don't have to fight this is one of those times. This, <laughs> this, this looks like a, this looks like a, a fight here would be a shit show. Yes. Uh, it would definitely be uh, a lot of imps. <laughs> the one dog will sort of escort you out and get the door for you. <gasps> so good. Yep. I guess so obedient. I guess. Yes. Not, not so good. Obedient. So evil dog. Evil. Very good. Amazing. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh. We'll we'll pop our heads up. Uh. Out of the out of the manhole. Or did somebody has somebody closed the manhole behind us? Uh. uh yes. An imp. Will, the 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 manhole will sort of like slide back into place as you come out. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, we'll. Uh. Are people still? I suppose. Um. Uh, I actually, been... actually, the imp will go and knock next time. Will do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um. Now, as as Damien went into the interdimensional space, the uh, um, major image of Gloria Arcona handing out free money would have gone away. It would yes. have lasted for three more rounds, ah, yes, and then it, it would have gone th- away. It, and in those three rounds, it would just sort of be whatever you told it to do for the next three rounds. So it just goes, yes, free money for you, free money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gloria Arcona, and this is free money. And then it stops. <laughs> <laughs> You see, and and you get back out onto the street, and there's there's this scene of a lot of people yelling about uh about what the fuck happened to my money. Where's my money? Damn it! It's my money, and I want it now. <laughs> uh, and uh, some guards are kind of coming into the area. 
uh, and sort of trying to disperse the crowd. <laughs> You'll note there are gray maidens among them. Oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, we're going to uh, beat a hasty retreat. Yes. Um, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to go north. Uh, the distraction was south, so we're going to go north. Okay. Uh, and um, sort of just make a circuit around, sort of through the through the planned area of Cor- uh, of um, of Corvosa, uh, and then make our way back out to like um, uh, Jagari Circle. Uh, okay. And then head back down to uh, so. Um, is there somewhere we could go where we could learn about where the um, Red Mantis assassins might be hanging out? Mm. Uh, that You could do that with another gather information. Oh, I need to figure out how much time I've done. Oh, yeah. We're on a fresh day, right? Yes. All right. Yes, it is the 15th. Yeah, I have Thursday... Uh Thursday, Saren at the 18th. Right, we had to we had to take a couple of days, and that's why we were able to get Lenore back. Okay. Yes. All right. No, you're right. You're right. So Oath Day. Hey, we took we made an oath on Oath Day. Oh uh, yes, yes. This is this. We had to fast forward to the uh, appointment when Lenore had the. Uh, yes. Renewal. So so now we're gonna be on Fire Day. Oh okay. We're on Fire Day. Saren, uh, Saren at the 19th. The 19th. Okay. Yes. Fire Day. We are. We also had our uh, lycanthrope uh, yes. fun stuff. Hope you like the broker. <laughs> I did. He, he gave me big uh, spider vibes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, spider, spider from, from Destiny Two. Destiny Two. Yes. Yes. Uh, actually, um, anybody want to roll a uh, knowledge religion? Yes, I would love to. For um, what some exactly? of the stuff that's sort of going on here. Yes. Um, sort of like what what, what the deal with this information broker is. Yes, and sort of what de- what kind of devil he is what and kind stuff of devil like he that. Is, stuff yeah, like well, that. yes, I would love to. Um, Damien, rolling knowledge religion, and then I think Unia, and I think those are the only two who have knowledge religion right now. Oh, it was on a 19, and then it rolled over to a 3, so that's a 17 for Damien, which is probably not good enough, um, but let's see how Unia rolls. Oh, Unia got a natural 1. Oh, no. Uh, so, I probably don't know much about the nature of the, uh, the brokers. Is that everybody that has knowledge religion? Uh, let me check and see if Ophelia has it. Ophelia does not, and uh, Lenore does not. Damn. Uh, we could go back what did and you, ask. What did you get a total of? <laughs> 17. Total of 17. Um, I got a three yeah, and a one I don't, on die. You don't fucking know what <laughs> kind of devil he is. We can look it up later. <laughs> um, you know, it's unusual for devils to be wearing suits. Um, uh, we could ask. We could ask Center when we get back. Sure. Um, um, but for now, but she's uh, going to have a penalty as well. So. Yes. Um, for now, uh, yeah. For for having you explain it and not knowing what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, he so says that if you bring him I used to pull my good rolls. It's okay. <laughs> uh, if you can bring him a so if you can bring him a bone of of uh, a red mantis assassin, yes, he will be able to help you track down the Otiug. I am beyond excited to fuck up some red mantis assassins. <laughs> um, I would like to gather information to see if I can find uh, where the red mantis assassins might be. Um, sure. Ophelia uh, will be doing this in Siren Guys. Still. I will. I will tell you. I will give you one warning before you do this. Oh yes. When you roll a diplomacy check to gather information, that does sort of constitute canvassing, asking people questions. Yes. So, it does, when you gather information, you also spread information. 
Yeah. Okay, no, that's that's fair. Would I be able to ask Cressida first? You could. Um yes. so okay. We're gonna we're gonna try to be a little bit more discreet now you, first here. I will say I will say you can gather information uh and try to keep your intentions hidden, but I would say you probably take like a minus five penalty on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't wanna I don't want it getting back to the queen that we're looking, that for, the looking for the red mantis because we've we're having kind of a fake truce with her um contingent on us not making too many waves sure. uh, and i would prefer for her not to send them after us to kill us mm -hmm. uh at least not unless that's how we're planning to have the red mantis uh, uh, I, I wouldn't object to having them come to assassinate us to draw them in as like a trap, but I don't want that happening without my say-so, if you get my meaning. Um, so we're going to have Ophelia roll a gather information check. We'll take the penalty for being discreet. Um, uh, it, it might help with the discreetness if it's just Ophelia and her... Um, social identity just kind of like oh no i'm scared that the assassins might come after me because i'm so rich and beautiful and delicate <laughs> amazing or a friend of mine one of my high society friends what if somebody gets it into their heads that they could grab for power right now in this tumultuous time oh my god another fucking three on die um 22 22 22 uh rolled like ass um is that with the penalty or is that before the penalty that's before the penalty oh okay yeah um you ask around a couple places reputable places that you might think uh they're not gonna like it's one of those cases where you, you sort of like look for the people that have that seem to be uh indicating that their politics might oppose the queen uh, -uh. uh and then asking them questions yeah you know, like, they probably have, there's probably some sort of, like, little sign that people are putting in the window that says that they have a preference for, quote, the old ways or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, just to indicate that they are more loyal to Corvosa than they are to the Queen. Uh-huh. But none of these people seem to know anything about there being Red Mantis assassins anywhere. False. All right. Okay. Well, we'll, we can try again tomorrow. I'm guessing the gather information check takes some time. Yeah, it does. Um, you, you, you do spend, um... Uh, you do spend about four hours doing that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think I rolled well enough for anybody else to help either. Yeah, we'll head down to the uh, the safe house and ask Cresta if there's any um, open cases that might be indicative of uh, involvement of the Red Mantis assassins that maybe we could use as leads to find where they're at or how to how to figure out where they're at. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, um, I guess I'll have Center roll. Maybe she'll roll really well. Who knows? Um, on her knowledge religion check to uh, okay. see if we can figure so, it out. So you're, go you're going back to the base? Yeah, we're going back to base. Okay. Uh, I suppose so you... it's, it's like relatively late in the day oh, now. Uh, give me a stealth check for going to the base. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Group stealth, group stealth. Yeah, hush, you're, you're, hush, hush. There, there, there is still the intention of keeping it secret where you're going. Yes. Group stealth, group stealth. Hush, hush, hush. Ophelia has a big uh, bonus right now because the moon is full, so. Or it's not full, but it's fullish. But we're starting out with Damien. Uh, Damien got a 16. Going on to Unia. Oh, God. Um, Unia. 
Oh, God. I got a six. Both of them got seven on dive here. Mm. Wondering. Um, If we stick to the shadows, that goes up to an eight. Um, Ophelia. Well, you you are. This is... Probably about 4 p.m., so there's not a lot of shadows. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Ophelia got a 20, 26. All right. So what's your what's your total? Ophelia got a 26, and Lenore needs to roll as well. Oh, and Lenore got an 18. Okay, so Lenore... Well, so so what what's our totals? So uh Damien got a um Who who's below ten? Uh Unia. Unia? Yep, just Unia. Just Unia. Damien okay. got a sixteen, Unia got okay. a six. Damien got a sixteen, Unia got a six, Ophelia got a twenty six, and Lenore got an eighteen. Okay. So we have a net amount of people above so we have a net amount of one aid, right? Uh so one person got below got below ten. Yes. Another person got above ten. Yes. Uh, what two, did Damien get? Uh, a 16. Okay. So two people got above 10. But a net amount of one above 10. Yes. Uh, so, yes. Uh, yeah, you will you will get... you will get 28. 28, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Basically what I'm doing is if somebody rolls below, uh, they have to be offset by somebody else who aided. Yeah. Otherwise they bungle the stealth check. Yeah. Secret, secret. All right, and ash, so ash, with ash. a 28, you don't feel like you're being followed by the time you get to the Gray District. Excellent. Um, I mean, obviously you don't know for sure, but, uh, it doesn't seem you're being followed. All right. Gotcha. And you get into the dead Warrens, you go down, uh, into the crypt. I guess you're explaining your situation to... Cressida. Cressida? Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, we, I can't explain to you how important this little Otiag is to me. And, uh, it, I know it's just, you know, a, a small pet, I guess, but... Also, it would be really nice to know who these red mantis are who how, break into my house and how take much, my stuff. How much are you telling Cressida about the deal that you made? Oh, probably not. Probably not much. Um, uh, I would like to explain to Cressida the situation with the assassins breaking into Lenore's house. Okay. Um, and that's why we've mostly been staying down here in the safe house. Okay. Um, and that, you know, they made their intentions known by uh, taking away... Uh, a baby Otiug that was staying in Lenore's house. Would you have told Cressida about that before? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty present security yeah, so, risk. So she would probably have been uh, aware of this. Um, and after explaining the situation and leaving out the the broker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Say, saying we we're going to um, we want to get information on where the red mantises are so that we can find out where they took the baby Otiug. Which is not a lie, but it is skipping out several uh, potentially incriminating parts. Yes. So uh, she will uh, tell you, yes, I've been trying to track down any signs of the Red Mantis since, you know, we started looking for them. There have been a few sightings. Uh, uh, As you might expect, the Red Mantis are rather dramatic in their appearance. (laughs) Sawtooth blades, strange helmets. I have heard reports out of old out of old Corvosa that they are apparently looking for something there oh boy I don't have an exact location but it's not a very big area I'm sure with enough work you could find them okay okay um I'm just gonna look up quickly the um 
the range on locate object. Oh, do you want to tell her about Neil Landis? <gasps> yes. There was that thing. That thing that we learned about Neil Landis. Oh, also, um, uh, before Lowry left, uh, she would have given you the scrap of uh, fabric that she was waving around when she first started talking to you. Yes. Uh, and and um, uh, roll knowledge and ability real quick. Yes. Neil Landis Kalapopoulos was alive and went to go hide with Gloria Arcona. But they haven't heard from him in some time. Uh, this die, it's its mad at me. It's mad God. at me. Oh, oh, no, wait. No, this was an 11. Um, knowledge and ability, that would have been Damien. 18 for Damien. I think everybody has knowledge and ability. Yeah, yeah. 18 for Damien. Uh, 22 for Unia. 9 for Ophelia. And... 23 for Lenore. Um, so 23 with two aids. So 27. I needed to do the thinking trumpets. After the thinking trumpets, Lenore got a natural 20. This die seems to be doing uh, uh, much more averagely overall than my previous dice. <laughs> Which I appreciate as somebody with consistently below average dice luck. Uh, what what you will identify uh, from it? I don't know what the DC is exactly, but uh, you've you've exceeded it. Mm. Um, you will gather that uh, that the fa- that the scrap of fabric that Lowry was kind of waving around at you is unmistakably from the uniform of the Seneschal of Corvosa. Oh, so it's got like it's it's like from the hem or something, and it's yes. got some really noticeable hem details or exactly. something like that. The word Seneschal written on it all around the edges of the cloak. Amazing. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you you gather this this fa- this scrap of fabric that Lowry gave you is definitely from the uniform of the Seneschal. Excellent, excellent. I was so okay. So the range is four hundred feet plus forty feet per level. Mm-hmm. So I'm level eight right now. So it's seven hundred twenty feet. So if I were to go, like, stand at Salvatore Scream's house and say, locate object, where is the closest sawtooth saber? Okay. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out sort of what what radius that would give me. I could find a place to stand in uh, Old Corvosa that would give me like the north south sweep. But the the east west sweep is going to be much harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, I'm just uh, keeping uh, wondering uh, how <clears throat> to what extent magical canvassing would uh, assist me in looking for the uh, the red mantis assassins because we know what a sawtooth saber looks like, yes. which means that Unia can look for one with locate object, but. Mm, it'd be easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> so when Cressida says that there's rumors of them looking for something in Old Corvosa, does she have any places where, like, any specific places where they've been seen or places that might be clustering, like, sightings of them? From what I've heard, there's been reports of strangely dressed warriors on the rooftops. On the rooftops of... Uh, Garrison Hill. Uh-huh. A few of the guards still loyal to the Corvosan guard that patrol Fort Corvosa have noted that they are seeming to be 
testing the boundaries of the fort. We don't know for sure if they've gotten into Fort Corvosa, but we know they've tried. A few guards were killed in one incident. But, from what I understand, they retreated after the assault. Okay, um, where on the map here were those guards killed? The guards were killed right along the border between Fort Corvosa and Garrison Hill on the east side. Let me mark it on your map here. Okay. That seems like it's probably a good place to go stand and uh, cast locate object. <laughs> um, yes. This, a guard was killed. Uh, a guard was killed um, along the wall of Fort Corvosa, just south of where Fort Corvosa Boulevard enters the fort. Ah, okay, okay. Attempts to track them were unsuccessful, but maybe you'll have better luck. Obviously, you've proven yourselves a bit more capable than run-of-the-mill guards. <laughs> One guy in the corner is like, Hey! <laughs> oh, shut up, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, so, um, if I recall correctly, we do still... Yes. Uh, so we we have two scrolls of dimension door already, so we yes. can get over into we can get over into old Corvoso without going through the checkpoint. Um, but while we're here, um, I wonder uh, does Cressida know anything about a way that might be easier to get into old Corvosa um, that doesn't involve us, you know, spending money on uh, fourth level spells for Damien um, <laughs> continuously? She she will tell you. From what I understand, um, well, obviously you can swim there. Uh, it's just, it, it's it's hard in the daytime because, well, and then there's also just like lots of people watching all the time. Yes. Uh, well, one thing to keep in mind, uh, I don't know if I've made this clear in the past, the the waterway, uh, the Jagari River is, is a very busy river. So like, you're not just wading into the water uh, in, in like a river with nothing around. Okay. There's ships going up and down this river like all the time. Okay. Okay. If you'll if you'll look at at the map uh, of Corvosa, you'll see that there are docks lining like almost every surface that isn't blocked by walls. Uh huh. Those docks are always busy. Okay. okay. Uh, in fact, one of the highest markers of status in Corvosa is being able to control a dock. Uh huh. Um, they ha there's actually a level of nobility called dock families, ah. which are people that have control of the docks. Okay. There are ships coming and going from Corvosa basically all the time. Okay. Uh, so it does still require a stealth check, but it's like a social stealth check rather than just a hiding in the, uh, okay. in the middle of nowhere. So you could do that. Uh, she will say, uh, also that there is, there are parts of the sewer that connect to old Corvosa. Hmm. However... There is always the chance that the that the Grey Maidens will be aware of that. Yeah. And that they might find you there. Yeah. There's also no telling how dangerous the creatures you might find in the sewers are. Oh, yes. The sewers. Um. Uh, okay. Okay. So. But yeah, there are sewers that go under the Narrows. Mm, yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um. Although, I, I suppose it's also pretty common for people to just dump their sewage into the Jagai River! Yay! Yeah. Uh, 
they probably don't do that into the narrows because then the narrows would get clogged. God, the up. narrows would be so gross. Oh God! <laughs> the water in the narrows does not move very fast. No. <laughs> if ew, at all. Ew, ew. That's also a concern when we're swimming. Is the the, the water is just so gross. It is very gross. Is the water in the narrows as gross as the rest of the river? It's worse. Oh, God. Okay, so... For, for basically probably the reason that you're saying. <laughs> okay. I'm just, like, I don't want to have to keep making... I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to do, like, remove disease on, like, blinding yeah, sickness Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the people in, in Bridgefront uh, probably do dump their waste into channels that just end up out... Uh, out in the narrows. God, oh, that's terrible. I don't want to swim through the shit river if I don't have to. You can swim. You can swim through the Jagare on the north to. side, <laughs> or you can take. You can go through the sewers. Okay, okay. Or we can teleport. <laughs> or you can teleport. Yeah. Okay, so we do have options. I think because we're going to be doing stuff that requires a modicum of stealth, we may not want to like appear in the middle of nowhere that might draw attention um i i I gather uh because spells always have a a manifestation that there's a little bit of a fanfare when you dimension door uh and show up someplace Mm -hmm. um now that Pilts might be looking for us, maybe we don't want to announce that uh, <laughs> we've just yeah, appeared. Yeah, he might. He might. Uh, he might have people out looking for you specifically. Yeah, um, uh, we did. We did steal his uh, his favorite artist. So yes. um, I think, as unpleasant as it sounds, I will try to have us swim across the narrows. Not going through the sewers. Oh, I guess we could go through the sewers. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. You do have options. Uh, you can go through the sewers to get there. Mm. Uh, now these would be deeper sewers uh, that uh, are a little harder to access mm-hmm. and uh, a little less patrolled. Okay, okay. You know, we can cast deeper darkness if we have to. <sighs> we are good at we are relatively good at stealthing. You know, I I I am excited about this sewers idea. Okay. Um, Let's let's do it. Okay. Let's let's go to the sewers. Right, I so she can, she can see to it that you have some maps of the sewers yes. uh, that you can use to sort of find your way into Old Corvosa. We're sewer right. snake, snake, snake. And then you wanted to you wanted to talk to Center. Yes, I wanted to see if we could describe to Center uh, what this um, what this devil's deal was. All right. Um, but. I don't know. Uh, she's she's only got a plus five to knowledge religion. Uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't think she can physically make the check. It may not be possible. Um, I, I rolled I rolled a ten. So yeah. Cinder goes. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. That uh that sounds mighty strange. Uh, you know, um, devils with a union and whatnot. But I don't understand. Uh, what the deal is you said he was it does sound weird <laughs> you said he was spiny but like lots of devils are spiny or like did you mean he sort of has horns or uh were they sort of uh cartilaginous spikes or were they uh keratin <laughs> and, then, and then you're and then you you guys quickly realize that you have no idea like you never even thought to pay attention to these parts <laughs> you're like uh what was uh you know did did he have some uh Oh, was do, what, did he have stripes of any particular color? Anyway, there's just there's a lot of stuff you, here. You're not you're not sure what kind of devil he is. Or Tell what. me more about the doggies, though. They sound adorable. Yes. Anyway, 
Oh, would I be able to make a knowledge check on the doggies? Yeah, you can make a separate knowledge check on the dogs. Ye. Uh, what what knowledge check? Was it also be knowledge religion? Uh, it would be either. So it's actually either knowledge religion or knowledge planes. Dayman got an eleven. Uh, uh, Unia got a holy shit twenty-seven. Unia, you would know that these are are uh, dogs called Cerberi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cerberi. Uh, they are uh, the mythical watchdogs of hell. Uh, Cerberi uh, bear the bodies of terrible, powerful hounds combined with the essence of fiends. Relied upon by villains and frightful beings as guardians and jailers, these three-headed canine abominations possess far greater cunning than their flensed uh, bestial appearances would suggest. A terrible intellect, they pour largely into malice and enjoyment of their victims' tormented ends. Okay, so they're really smart. Yes. Cerberi have draw upon a legendary pedigree, all reportedly uh, tracing a lineage to a single primordial evil beast said to still guard the foundations of some forsaken deathly realm. Wow. Brethren to hellhounds, Cerberi loathe their distant kin, viciously attacking such hellspawn if not kept at heel by a tyrannical master. Wow. In their natural infernal environments, Cerberi might be found anywhere powerful fiends have need for guardians. Cerberi's incredible ability to trap victims on planes and track the dead make them highly covetous ser servants across the multiverse. The hound's bestial appearances and love of slaughter often cause those who consider themselves Cerberi's owner to forget the deviousness of their allies. Uh-huh. A development that often ends poorly, if not bloodily, for the unwary and the weak. Amazing. Um, what did you get? 27. Okay. Um, uh, Damien helped. Uh, let me see if anybody else. So let me see get... if Ophelia helps. Yep, Ophelia helps. So, uh, 31. 31. Uh, you will be able to get, let's see, um, three facts about them. Hey, oh, uh, they have some sort of scent ability related to souls? Yes. Uh, more information about that? Yes, please. Great. It is an ability called Soul Scent. Hey! Uh, who to thunk? Uh, <laughs> this ability functions as the scent ability, uh, uh, save that it grants the Cerberi a plus four racial bonus on survival checks made to track undead. Ooh. The ability also allows Cerberi to track the passage of an incorporeal creature. That is really cool. Okay. That's really neat. Okay, so like if now that the Cerberi has our sense, if it were tracking us and we like cast etherealness or something, yeah, it would still be able to follow It would still you. be able to follow us. Oh, that's so cool. Yep. Um, okay. Um, other Actually, things. I don't know if, if it would be able to track you while ethereal. Uh, well, Oh, oh! I suppose there's a difference between incorporeal and, yes. and ethereal. Um, um, but you know, maybe. Yeah. Well, also said the uh, the the uh, ecology entry also said something about it tracking people across planes. Yes. Does it have some sort of planar ability? Um, um, do you want that to be one of your facts? Yes, please. All right. Um, so so it does have a planar ability. Uh, that is, uh, its bite has an effect. It's called Cerberus's jaws. It is a curse effect inflicted by their bite that puts a dimensional anchor on the creature bitten. That is so cool! A, cre a creature uh, affected by this curse cannot utilize extra-dimensional travel, such as teleport, as if it were under the effects of a dimensional anchor spell. That is cool as frick. Okay. For DC my is constitution-based. Nice. For my last check, I would like to know, what can you do to make a Cerberi like you? What can you do to make a Cerberi like you? That's a good question, actually. Um, they 
so so uh, I'll, I'll say this: Cerberi are lawful evil um, outsiders. Okay. They are trained by devils in hell. Okay. Uh, and generally, they are dominated by the strongest authority. Okay. Around them. So, so if you if you can kick their ass <laughs> uh, and and tell them their place, they there is a good chance that they will see you as the authority. Okay. 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 So just just keeping this in mind in the future, if we ever have to fight the broker below or anybody else who uses Cerberi as um, attack dogs, this raises the possibility that we could defeat but not kill the Cerberi and then make some sort of like diplomacy check or handle animal or whatever to get them to fight for us instead. Um, oh, yeah. You will also know that Cerberi like to kill undead. They like to kill undead. All right. All right. Cool. And lost souls. And lost souls. All right. Good to know. They So, so yeah, like they, they enjoy the feeling of lost souls perishing in their in their grip. Good Lord. Yeah. Oh, boy. They're they're pretty mean. Yeah, they're pretty mean. They're they're very dutiful. I just want to find one you I just want to find a puppy. The puppy. The real puppy. Oh, the puppy. Um. So, Cinter now sated on the facts given to her by the rest of the party about these dogs goes, oh, oh, you know, I thought they were cute, but that doesn't really actually sound so cute anymore. That's kind of terrifying, actually. Glad Excellent. you didn't get bit. That would have been hard for you, especially, Damien. Uh, thank you, by the way, for the uh, the assist in getting out of uh, Piltz's palace. That was kind of terrifying. I think I'm just going to spend some time, uh, you know, hanging out with Edgar. Uh, he has a lot of feedback on the cooking of eggs and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, and the rest of us uh, are going to make our way up sewer-wise, yes. uh, into uh, Old Corvosa. Let me check. Random encounter tables. Dun, 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 dun. I need dun, a max dun, repel. Dun, Can dun, I get dun. a max repel? <laughs> <laughs> it, repels all, it repels all, all non-deadly encounters. No, no. <laughs> Don't want to fight kobolds. <laughs> so you head down into the sewers uh, using the maps that uh, Cresta gave you, and and you'll quickly find that these maps are pretty out of date. Oh boy! There are some collapsed tunnels in here. Uh -huh. There's some there's some other stuff, uh, but you do manage to after some time. It's probably are you are you doing this tonight? Or are you doing this the next day? Um, I'd be doing this tonight. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it, it you know you've been down here a while, so it's hard to tell exactly how late it is by the time you finally find one of the tunnels that seems to be uh, going across. Uh huh. And let me perception real quick. Oh boy. Okay. Um. All right, Damien. Uh, twenty-two. Uh, Unia. Unia got an eighteen. Ophelia. Oh. Um. Would scent help me here? Hmm. Uh. For Ophelia's perception, um, it, you're in a sewer, so <laughs> probably no. not. Okay, Dame, er, your senses are a little your your senses are a little bit overwhelmed. Okay, by the uh, Ophelia got a 19. Oh wait, Unia, Unia got a um, sorry, uh, Unia got a 20. They get a plus two because it's dark. So Damien got a 22. Unia got a 20. Ophelia got a 19, and Lenore got a 13. Okay, so what's your what's your highest? 
22, I think. Um, okay. So yeah, you, you managed to find this, uh, this way across. Uh, <clears throat> That's the sound of me failing a perception check. All right. And, uh, and you, you, it's, it's kind of a long tunnel. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you, you get the sense of, you know, it's a very long straight tunnel and you, and you get the sense that you are underneath the river. Uh-huh. And what after a bit, who's in the front? Um, what horrific things await me, awaits me here. Um, Lenore would be in the front. Okay. So you're, you're walking along. There's no one around you and your phone is dead. <laughs> All right. So Lenore, you're, you're walking, uh, at point and then, uh, suddenly you just feel, uh, the point of some sort of weapon at the, at your jugular, your money or your life. How about neither? And, um, and, uh, Similarly, Damien and uh, Ophelia, you also suddenly feel it, the the tips of some weapons pressing against you. Um, you can't see anybody. Oh, cool! So they're invisible. Uh, <laughs> um, come on, no need to make a scene. I mean, we're we're under we're in a tunnel under the water. There's not going to be much of a scene to be made. Is there? Uh, what do you what do you want? Your money, or your life? Why do you, why would you want our lives? Because then we can just take your money. So what you really want is our money. <laughs> it's your choice. Um, can I be can I be trying to distract them <laughs> while like slowly reaching for my weapon? <laughs> um, I don't think so. No. Can't be- can I uh, roll for initiative, or are they gonna like you just can roll for my, initiative or are they just gonna want. slip my throats and run? <laughs> okay, uh, you can let, roll for initiative. Let's roll for initiative. <laughs> All right, we're starting with Damien. Damien got twenty-four. Yeah, boy. My Here, longest. I'll let you add yourselves to the initiative tracker while I get. We got a natural twenty on initiative. I'm really freaking proud of him. Um. All right, Unia got a seven. Uh, Ophelia got a 16. And Lenore. Come on, Lenore. Come on, Lenore. I believe in you, Lenore. Believe in me, Lenore. Believe in it. Believe in us. Believe in us, Lenore. Yes! Lenore got a 22. What the fuck? Uh, Where's my Lenore token? Lenore! Alright, everybody's on. Great. So it was about uh, 20 feet wide, roughly. Uh, there's a channel down the middle. Uh, are you guys walking off to a side, or what? Um, I think we would have been walking down the middle. Walking down the middle? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the sludge. Oh, right. Yes. Um, no, <laughs> that we'd is be, what the middle would be. No, we'd be, we'd be walking along the sides, okay. uh, rather than trudging through the sludge. Uh, probably the right-hand side. Okay. Actually, it's probably about thirty feet wide. We're talking a big sewer here. Boop. This is one of the main arteries connecting. Uh, connecting. Uh, so, so you have basically a ten-foot channel in the center, ten-foot walkways on either side. Okay. Uh, let me make sure that I've got this area spaced correctly for that. And then uh, let let me take. I'm gonna take my free hand tool. I'm gonna just draw a. Oh, the snap is all weird. Sticky. 
Ew. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you just hear your money or your life. And oh, who did I say? Damien's got one on them. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Ophelia. Ophelia. And yeah. If you want. Unia. Oh, actually, no. If, if Ophelia is in the back, uh, it would be Lenore, Damien and Unia. OK, I Each can also I can also swap them around if that's. Uh... Oh, shoot. Sorry. Unia is bringing up the rear then. Yeah. The first three in line. Okay. All right. All right. Good thing several of us have blind fight. All right. So, uh, Damien, what is your initiative modifier? Uh, it is four. I need you to roll a d20. Oh, roll off time. Oh, boy. 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 Eat. All right. So, Damien's throat gets give, give yourself give yourself at the end of this uh, an 08. Okay. <laughs> Damien's going to die. All right. I'm in danger. <laughs> so, who's the first person to react to this? Well, uh Well, Damien is clear, clearly the one who wants to react first. Um what Damien, what are you doing? Damien is um trying to um reach for his pack of cards and or uh, trying to cast a spell. Um, Damien would like to try to cast haste. Okay. So Damien, uh, as you are, as you are starting the incantation to cast haste, suddenly a, you, you feel a blade sink into your body. Oh, uh, actually, let me double check. That would be a uh, 28 to hit. Holy shit. Yeah. In what world would it not? I don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> And you're going to take, let's see. Actually, hold up. Is that a crit threat? That is a crit threat. You I bastard. Confirm. My flat-footed is 16, so. Um, Oh. Damien dies. 19 to confirm. <laughs> Damien dies. Five <laughs> and seven plus so, uh, let's see. Gonna die. 13 points of regular damage. Okay. And here's a fun one. 86 sneak attack. Let me double check. They don't have any ability things, do they? Uh, oh, Damien, I loved you so much. Why did this happen? 22 points of damage to Damien. And, uh, <laughs> hold up. I got to check out on Chain Road real quick. Oh. Uh, so 26 points of damage to you, okay. actually, because uh, these guys are using chained rogue rules, okay. so they don't have their decks to damage. Oh, that's... Uh, but let's see. Uh, what level are they? Ooh, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> Stop! Oh. Stop! You're you didn't give me any information! Four, oh, four, four points of bleed damage. What the fuck? Yes. What the fuck? Yeah, four points of bleed damage. What the fuck? And uh, I'm just going to add that to the tracker. Jesus Christ! I knew when I rolled an eight on the on the on the roll off that Damien was dead though, so <laughs> Yeah. Fuck yeah. me, I guess. Next time we teleport! <laughs> Amazing. Um, Damien's last also, words. But, uh, oh, the, the guy does become visible though. <laughs> Damien's last words ever. Alright. Uh and You prick! <laughs> you are going to have your debilitating injury. You take a minus two to AC. Oh my god. Uh, just give me like a like a two on your indicator. 
and and an, uh, an additional minus two for all attacks made by this target. All right. <laughs> Damien, now it is your turn. <laughs> Fucking hell. I love rogues. <laughs> I hate losing initiative to rogues. I know, right? It sucks. I even rolled well. Damien is going to take a five foot step back Lenoreward. Um, which is oh. a little, it's, it's hard to figure out because we're on hexes here. Yes. It's still five feet. Okay. Well, sorry. Um, you said, you said, oh, and I wasn't sure. Um, stepping into that square. Oh, for fuck's sake. Do you, uh, get, uh, roll acrobatics. 27. You will bump into someone in that square and you feel as they slash at you. You, you basically, you hear the sound of a blade cutting through the air, but it misses you. Now you may now move through their square, but they're in that square. Uh, shit. Fuck. Fuck. Actually, you do this without provoking an attack or opportunity, so. Uh. You bump into somebody in the square. I bump into somebody, um, and. But I, you're able to like dodge and like don't don't feel like you've provoked an attack or opportunity. Okay. Uh, can I continue to move with that in mind? Do I need to yeah. make another acrobatics check? No, you. that's the acrobatics check to move through somebody's square. Okay, uh, I'm going to move around uh, to the other side of Lenore. Yes. Um, and, okay, um, so th- th- I think that person's still invisible then. They are They are still invisible, but you know they're in that square. Okay, uh, Damien's going to go, uh, sorry, Ophelia, Unia, um, and he's going to cast uh, Glitter Dust um, in, like, um on uh, sort of sorry the hexes here make this hard can I cast it such that it hits Unia, Siren uh, these two fellows Hold on. this guy's visible now and then this one you know there's a guy in this square uh-huh. so you don't have to cast it in a space that includes Ophelia and Unia um, but you I do know there's a third one I don't want to yeah I don't want to hit Lenore uh, Unia and Siren have blind fight oh okay what's the radius on Glitter Dust? It's 10 feet yeah, well, I'll leave it up to you where you want to put it. Okay, maybe it's two squares, two hexes in any direction. Um, I suppose I could ha- I could cast uh, haste on the party. It would help us to run away if necessary. Yeah, you know what? From here, I'll cast haste on the party. Okay, just cast like haste. I was planning on doing. And then Damien will go. Yeah, it'll cough up a little bit of blood as he. Uh, do okay. I take Do I take the bleed damage on my turn? You'll take. You'll, so you you took the bleed damage on the attack, and you'll take it again uh, after the guy's next attack next okay. turn. <laughs> um, all you right. are you are sort of bleeding now though. Oh, uh, can Majenko enter initiative? Yes. Um. Uh, let me grab Majenko real quick. I'll just I'll just roll him on. Majenko is good for providing Damien with healing items. <laughs> Damien still has a uh, he has a couple he has some potions of cure light wounds in his pack, uh, and although Majenko has used up his cure mod okay. wand, he could there give Damien a potion. Um, do you not have another wand? Um, I do, but I didn't say that I gave it to Majenko. You could you could have given it to Majenko. Okay. I generally assume that uh, if you have a wand and your familiar can use wands, you give the wand to your familiar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would have. I would have given. Uh, I would have given Majenko the, the wand of Cure Serious. Okay. Um, because it turns out the other wand of Cure Mod only has one charge left on it. So. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Majenko okay. would have the wand of Cure Serious. I'll just okay. write that down here. All right. So um, as blood leashes into Damien's backpack, Majenko knows something is very wrong. Okay. <laughs> Um, and 
So you've now cast haste on everyone? Yes. All right, now, uh, Lenore, it is your turn. Lenore would like to... Oh, uh, actually, unless... Does Damien want to use a swift action for anything? Uh, charge cards, anything yes, like that? Yes, Damien would like to swift action charges cards with plus one shocking. Uh, gotcha. As per usual. Gotcha. Um, okay. Lenore would like to um, pull out her faux shard, uh, which I think takes a move action. Yes. Uh, and... Um, unless you have quick draw. I do not. Um... Or I suppose would we would we be walking with our weapons out? Yeah, you didn't specify that you I were, didn't. so okay. uh, I would say no. That's fine. Um uh so Lenore will draw her faux shard, choke up choke up on it, uh, and Lenore would like to rage. So Lenore's raging, Lenore is hasted. Um and you make an attack? Uh you, you wouldn't be able to full attack, uh, but you can yeah. draw your weapon and attack. Uh yeah. Me uh on blood rage as well. The 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 shortened grip you can you can do that as part of drawing the weapon. Okay, yeah, um, yes, I will attack the person who is currently visible. Sure. To me. To attack. Well, I've rolled better. <laughs> um, nineteen. Nineteen to hit. Yeah, I got a five on die. That will hit. Oh my fucking god. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. 1d10 plus 19 damage, 1d10 plus 19 damage, 1d10 plus 19 damage. Let's kill some more rogues. Out. Uh, that is 21 points of damage. Ouch. <sighs> All right. Uh, is that your turn? I mean, if 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 I can... Uh, so that, that was move action, swift action, uh, uh, standard action. So yes, that's my turn. Okay. <laughs> I would um, like to free action... Um, uh, see if I can like make make myself more imposing and scary than Damien, who is currently bleeding out and dying. <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, you don't you're not actually able to see this. However, uh, Lenore, uh, there will be something attacking at you. All right. Um. Ooh. Uh. I can't become flat-footed unless uh, uh they are fainting or I am immobilized. So. All right. So they're targeting your regular AC. Okay. Uh, however, he is flanking, so uh, so he does still deal sneak attack damage. Okay. Um, I have to roll to confirm again. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah. Wow, that's remarkably consistent. Jesus. Um. So. Here's where I get killed by four level six rogues. I think I rolled the same thing to confirm that attack. Um. Nineteen to confirm. No. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <gasps> Uncanny Dodge saved my life. I've never said this before, and I will never say it again. Amazing. <laughs> so, you are so you're not going to you're not going to uh, Actually, have he, double damage. He saved my life. She so takes seven points of regular damage okay. and sneak attack. Just gonna roll this all together. So you take total twenty three points of damage. Okay. And four points of bleed. Jeez. So you're now, both you and Damien are now bleeding. Good fucking lord. Okay, yep. um, hold on. So I take 27 points of damage. Yeah, total of 27. Jesus. Counts. I'm never taking these goddamn sewers again. <laughs> Amazing. I do this one time. One fucking time. I'm sorry. Jesus. I'm very high on the random encounters. Fuck you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, let's see. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I skipped. I skipped Ophelia. Sorry, it's Ophelia. Ophelia. Uh, I, I skipped you. 
I'm sorry. I would like so I can't get in flanking with Lenore here. No. Um, but you get in the poopy water. Ugh. If you want. Uh no. Difficult thank you. terrain. Um, I would like to um run up. I hope these are human. I would love to run up. Uh, try to move through this guy's. Uh, now wait. Uh, Ophelia with blind fight. Does she sense uh a, a person near her? She said there there was a knife. There's a knife. Yes, there's uh, a knife to your. There there is still a a uh, a weapon to your throat. Okay, Ophelia. Oh right, I need to take out my weapon. Um, Ophelia uh, is going to take out her weapon uh, uh-huh. and uh, stab at invisible person. Um, right, yeah. um, I think. Do you need to roll something to determine what square they're in? Oh, um. Let me look at invisible real quick. If I can't determine what square invisible person is in, I'm just going to uh, uh, see if I can. Um, uh, yeah, make a perception check. Okay. Um, probably can't. If it weren't so stinky in here, I could use scent. Uh, 16? Yeah, you're not totally okay. sure where they are. I'm just going to take advantage of the fact that I have mobility and uh, try to move out of the square uh, that I'm currently in. Okay, and gonna try to take an attack of opportunity, which will break stealth. So, um, so you do see somebody stab at you. Mm. They're gonna miss uh-huh. very much, uh, unless a twelve hits you. Nope, didn't think so. Uh, and they're going to become visible here. Okay. Uh, just, just, uh, just one, one space south of their friend that attacked uh, at Damien, I believe. Okay. Oh, okay. I I think that's all I can do. I move action Drew. Oh no, I could draw as part you of a draw move as action. part of a move yeah, action. Okay. Yeah. I will uh, attack the rogue that is currently um, already hurt. Uh, <laughs> okay. So do you want to like move through their square? Well, so I can't. Oh, do your. I can. Do your, I can. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would like to try to do that. I would yes, like to try to move through their square. Rolled better. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, 24. 24. Uh, to move through the square? Yes. Let me check. Uh, that might not actually get you through the square. Yeah. No, not quite. Okay, so that um, provokes. Um, yeah. But I do get to attack. Fuck! Did you get another natural twenty? It was a. It was a. I mean, it's a crit threat. Uh, what does what what what's the what's the what's the what's the value? Hmm? I have an AC of twenty nine. Oh, actually, that's a good question. Um. Uh. Oh no, that's a miss then. It's twenty eight. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's a miss. All right. All right. Wow. Woo! Oh, you love to see it. Woo! Uh, would you say I'm benefiting from concealment here, or do these f- uh, fellows seem to uh, be moving without any problem in this dark sewer? Huh? Am I benefiting from concealment, or... They seem to be doing okay. Okay, so no. How m- I've rolled a five, like, four times in a row on this die. I don't oh, think no. that's... I don't think that's gonna hit. Oh, wait! No, it's human bane! It's human bane! Alright, what's your total? It's human bane. If they are human, that is a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Yes! <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So here's here's the mithril dueling sword damage. Okay. God. So eight points of dueling sword damage. Um, two d six points of bane damage. Uh, so that's six, and another six. Twelve points of bane damage, and four d four sneak attack, or not sneak attack, hidden strike. How much damage total so far? Um, is eight twenty. 
So he's unconscious. All right. Uh, oh and wait, then, actually, no, not quite. Not quite unconscious. All right. Yeah. Hidden strike. So that's one, five, eight, eleven points of hidden strike damage. All right. Unconscious, bleeding out. Okay, so uh, Ophelia. Assume the party submission position. So that was that was one attack as a swift action. I would like to do my other attack, my full base attack bonus toward the uh, the rogue that is now visible, who is trying now, to hurt me. I don't think you get your sneak attack dice. Uh, no, not against this fellow. Okay. Um, However, you do get your human bane. I get my bane. It's a twenty to hit. Okay, um, yeah, that hits. Yeah. Okay. Nineteen does, but twenty no. <laughs> I, I just said, I just clarified for the sake of honesty. Sure, sure, um, sure. No, I get you. <laughs> okay, so that is uh, seven points of uh, dueling sword damage, and then we're gonna roll for Bane. Two, five points of Bane damage. So how much total? Twelve. Okay, uh, and then uh, that was the one that attacked Lenore, which I accidentally did too soon. Uh, this one's going to attack. This one's actually gonna move into the space of. Uh, it's friend. I'm gonna move his friend out of the way. Uh, and Lenore gets an attack of opportunity. Oh yeah, I guess this would be difficult to rain. Let me acrobatics just to see if I can avoid an attack of opportunity. Okay. Twenty-seven yep. uh, versus your CMD. Um. Yeah, my CMD is twenty-five. So. Okay. So uh, avoids an attack of opportunity. Uh, sorry, I was thinking five foot step, but it would be uh, difficult to rain because the yeah, guy's and, sitting there. Uh, let me see. Does it does it surpass Ophelia's? Yes, it also surpasses Ophelia's. Okay. 27 on acrobatics to avoid an attack of opportunity. Yep. All right. Very impressive. We're all very <laughs> impressed. Does a somersault and lands on his buddy's neck. <laughs> oh, God. And his buddy's dead now. <laughs> For simplicity's sake. Uh, and he's going to try to stab at Lenore. All right. Shit. Did you do another crit? Uh, it's a threat. God. Um, yeah, 28 to confirm. What the actual fuck? Clack, 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 Master Rocks, clack, clack, clack. 38 points of damage. <laughs> I'm in danger. So you'll take bleed damage on the first thief's uh, turn. Uh, will I take eight bleed damage? No, you'll take four. Because it doesn't stack. Oh, oh, it doesn't stack at all. Yes. Okay, the okay. Bleed damage is not dealt by the attack. It, it bleeds out the next round. Okay, okay. Does that mean that I give Lenore back the damage that she took from the bleed damage on the additional or yes. on the initial attack? Yes. And I give Damien back that damage too? Yeah, at the beginning of that creature's next turn. Okay. Okay. Uh so, sorry, sorry. Okay. On the beginning of that creature's next turn, you will take four points of bleed. Okay. That okay. makes sense? Okay. Okay. Alright, so the party is looking uh significantly better than they were uh one rules ruling ago. Sorry, um, <laughs> I, I've never dealt with multiple bleed attacking. No, rogues. no, this is never. <laughs> I've never gotten to this point before. Okay. <laughs> so yes, uh, that guy, that guy did his attack. It is now Majenko's turn. Majenko, uh, realizing now is probably not the time to try to make his shiny new wand work, um, flies out with a potion of cure light wounds from Damien's pack, um, and has him drink it to stop the bleed. Okay. Um, so move, move. Pop out, a, hold out the potion, and standard apply it to Damien's mouth. Yes, <laughs> Damien's standing there, like like opening his mouth, ready to All to right. start the roll, spell and roll your roll your cure serious. Uh, no, uh, cure light. Sorry, cure light. My bad. Uh, one d eight plus one. That will at least stop your bleed. You won't take the bleed. I damage. heal two points of damage. Nice. 
and stop Damien's bleeding. <laughs> so we're gonna delete bleed bleed four. I think is or is it the is it the lower one? It's the yeah, it's a bleed four. Uh, the two is the uh, dex is the AC penalty uh, for the sneak attack. Oh, I guess Lenore would have that as well. Uh, yeah, I've got this tracked on here too. Okay, I I, I don't. Uh, okay. So Majenko's um, in the uh, in the space like above Damien's head. Uh, yes. All right. Okay. All right. Unia. Unia. Uh, in a uh, okay, they do have two uses of cure light prep today, but um, if if I um, if I cast it here, hold the charge, um, move through my friend Siren's square, touch Lenore, and then move uh, to um, next to Lenore. Can I do that? Um. Can I, yeah. can I discharge Cure Light Wounds on Lenore without taking an attack of opportunity? I think so, yes. Okay. Uh, Unia would like to do that. Okay. Uh, so this is 1d8 plus 5. Okay. <laughs> Fancy now. Fancy so you, so time. So you cast a spell, hold the charge, move yeah. up, touch. Cast, yeah. Touch, uh, taking uh, some cover from having a, yes. a siren in the in the same square. Yeah. All right, so now now Lenore will not take the bleed damage. Uh, seven points of healing. I am rolling so well. I rolled a one and then a two on my d8s. Um, Lenore now up to 41. And then we're up to Damien. Is the other guy... Oh, let me make a constitution check. Let me make a constitution check on this guy to see if he survives. Because oh. he's like one hit point away from dying. Oh. No, he's dead. Hey. Right. Damien. Damien. As as uh you see the blood uh, uh does Damien have death watch? Damien <laughs> No, there's no reason Damien would have death watch up right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright. Uh Damien is going to uh do a fun little thing we call spell combat. Uh oh Damien's boy. gonna take a five foot step back. Okay. Uh he has his cards out. He is hasted. Uh nice. And uh he pew, is pew, 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 pew. Single and ready to mingle. Oh boy. Um, uh, Damien is going to cast Shocking Grasp into a card. Uh, Wait, are you spell striking or are you spell combat? Sorry. Spell strike. Damien is going to spell strike. Um, so that's only one attack. So it's only one attack. Yes. And then I have a, I have two other attacks. Um, no, 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 no. Spell strike is only one attack. How does haste affect spell strike? It doesn't. It doesn't. Or, I mean, you get the bonus to your attack, but... Okay. Spell combat, you get an extra attack because spell strike oh. is a standard action. Okay, okay. In which you cast a spell into a into a ranged weapon and then you throw okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. I know. Okay, okay. I figured it out. Okay, we are going to uh, cast scorching ray. We're going to cast one scorching ray at the one rogue and the other scorching ray at the other rogue. So I'm going to do that okay. first. I'm going to make a ranged touch attack. Let me put on the minus two penalty for uh we're 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 going to call it quote unquote rapid shot um. Do you now, have rapid shot? Well, uh, I do, but this is just to proc. I'm not actually doing rapid shot. Ah. This is just to proc the uh, the penalty so that I can look at my. You're attack. not doing rapid shot. Not in addition to spell combat. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> my attack modifier is not that high. Okay, um, I gotcha. I gotcha. That makes sense. Um, all right. So we're rolling a touch attack of our rays. We have a plus nine to hit on touch. I don't. Their touch AC is probably pretty good. But it's not that good. That's a 26. 26? Yes. 
Okay. Uh, versus touch. Yeah, I got a seven. I got a seventeen on. Of course, that fucking hits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, forty-six fire damage. Uh, twelve points of fire damage to uh this rogue. Uh, yes. The west one. The, yes, the west rogue. And then the other one's gonna take the other ray. Yep, the other ray is coming now. Roll it. Rolling it. Uh, that is a uh, twenty-three versus touch. All right. 46. We're going to roll it in the dice in the dice roller because I am not a fan of my dice luck tonight. Well, that's completely average. 14 points of damage. <laughs> yeah, the dice roller on roll 20 is remarkably consistent. <laughs> that is as average as possible. Um, so 12 points of damage, 14 points of damage. Uh, I see that this guy's not doing so hot. Um, yes, he has significant burns over, over most of his body. So with spell combat, do I still get a full round attack? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I I'm gonna so I get I get to throw three three throwing cards at him. And your cards are enhanced, right? Yes. Plus what? one shocking. It was you cocked. got plus fifteen to these attacks, it was right? Cocked. Yeah. It was cocked between a natural twenty and an eight. Oh no. It's okay, it happens. So that's a twenty-five to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Alright. Which one is this against? The, uh, the bloody the burned guy. guy. Yeah, burned guy. Yes. Uh, so one D four plus one. Uh, so that's uh, three points of card damage, two points of shocking damage. Five total. Yep. Any more? No. Uh, <laughs> but five I, total. Yes, five total. Uh, I'm gonna roll for my second, my second attack. Okay. I'll set a plus fifteen. This is this is the yeah this is the hasted attack. Yes. Oh, um, could you pull a card for me, please? I just got a 19, and if I roll, uh, and if I get a, um... Let me shuffle real quick. Shuffle my cards, shuffle my cards. Let's see what we got. Flip. True the neutral. twin. The twins. It's true neutral. Okay, so no matching alignment components. That's fine. Uh, so that does not crit, but that definitely hits. As you throw this card and and basically like a shadowy after image of the card uh, goes flying through the air um, and both of them are going to impact. Okay, so so for this Slice. one, yeah, so this one's um, like the card goes and the uh, the shocking uh, effect that kind of comes off and forms like a second illusory card. Oh, do you want to enter into Star Toss style now? Oh, can it's I do a swift that? Swift action. You can do it at any point during your yes, turn. Yes, I would love to. Yes. Um, okay, so that deals, um, six points of damage, six points of card damage. Uh, another two points of electricity damage. Oh, this guy's looking pretty toasty. You smell, uh, right. the, you smell the smell of burnt thief. Oh, <laughs> burnt thief. And actually, you probably don't smell that. You smell the smell of poop. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a sewer. Look, sometimes people light candles to cover the smell of poo. I don't know that they're necessarily human-scented candles. <laughs> human-scented candles. Okay. Um. Amazing. That is <laughs> good. Good freaking lord. Um. Mm. So that's that's another uh that's another very good roll. That's a uh, seventeen on die. So um. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. hit. So uh, another twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think uh, he's gonna. You're still you're still uh our our human torch here. Yeah. Uh. So five. Yeah. So five plus two, so that's seven points of card damage. Okay, he's unconscious. And plus what? One point of electricity damage. Oh, look at him. <laughs> okay. All right, and yeah, 
Damien wipes some sweat off his brow, gives Majenko, sends sort of an empathic thank you to Majenko for the for the potion. All right, and then Lenore's already had her uh, bleed removed. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Lenore. Lenore is mad. Lenore has gotten a lot of damage done to her. She is hasted. She is blood raging. She is power attacking. Let's fuck some guys up. Oh no. <laughs> Lenore! 17 to hit. Oh. I got a three on die. No. <laughs> Lenore has. Lenore, please, you just need to roll a 15 or higher, sweetheart. Alright, um. Here's another attack, though. Yeah, here's, yeah. here's another attack at the highest space attack bonus for haste. Oh, I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ! That was a one! Are you, are you sure you don't want to use the dice roller? You know what? Fuck this! <laughs> I'm gonna use the dice roller. <laughs> I, I offered to let you use the dice roller. Here's here's her final attack. It's 1d20 plus... Oh my fucking god! I just rolled another one on the dice roller. Lenore! Lenore, please! His blade is now permanently covered in poop. <laughs> it's a shit dice, Ricky. Shit dice. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Lenore, please. Okay. Is that all your attacks? Yes! I'm so sorry. <laughs> what was your total? On What was your highest total attack? I rolled a three on die. For a total of what? 17. Fucking hell. Like, I know that a 19 hits them. I yeah. just need to roll a five or higher. Amazing. God. This is amazing. All right, it's o Ophelia. Uh... All right, all right, in character, what happens that causes this? Lenore uh, tries to swing and her foot slips on some poo that is there's splashed a, up yep, in the fracas. There's a loud cartoon <laughs> sound as Lenore, um, <laughs> Lenore loses her footing. <laughs> like Scooby-Doo. Uh, you know what? God. You know what? I'll even say she, as a five-foot step, slides to the right. <laughs> Slide to the right. <laughs> All right. Come on, Ophelia. Bring oh it God. home, sweetheart. Um, Ophelia is going to move up, try to move into and through this gentleman's square. I got an extremely shiny five on die. <laughs> For a total, uh, oh, this didn't work last time. That's a 24. A 24? No, yeah, you're not, not going to get through okay. the square. Uh, take your attack of opportunity. Do your worst. Or, um, that's probably going to be a mess. That's a 14. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to attack now. Okay. With my human bane dueling sword. Yes. All right. Yes. In a stirring change of events, I have no longer rolled a five on die. I've rolled a six. For Again, are you sure you keep want to keep using your dice? <laughs> Look, I rolled a one on the dice roller. I think it's just okay, me at this okay, point. Okay. Um, I love you. <laughs> I love you I'm too. so sorry. Look, I rolled well at the start of the game, and I said the, those cursed words. I think I like this die. <laughs> yes. Um. So that's a twenty-one to hit. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a hit. Okay. We're gonna deal uh, our our slashing with a with a dueling sword damage. Okay. That is uh, eight points of getting hit with a dueling sword damage, and then we're gonna roll our bane damage, seven points of bane damage, 
Uh, and then we get 4d4. I will roll 4d4 in the dice bot, though, just because that's a lot of that's a lot of Keltrops. Boop. Uh, and then six points of hidden strike damage. Then we're gonna do another attack. Uh, and that is a uh, that's a 13 on die, so that definitely hits. God. I wish I could roll higher than a than a three on my d8s as well. Um, so that's eight more points of dueling sword damage. Okay. Uh, nine points of bane damage. And he's unconscious. And hidden strike damage. Fourteen points of he's hidden strike dead. damage. So uh, as as Lenore cartoonishly slides away um, on whatever poo water has gotten underneath her boot, sort of hydroplaning like the least unpleasant uh, car ride ever. Yes. Ophelia steps in, tries to somersault over the sky, dodges out of the way when he stabs at her, uh, and then um, slices uh, just um, slices across his his rapier-wielding arm and stabs him in the chest. Amazing. You cut off his arm that's holding the... Cut off the arm holding yes. the rapier. And stab him through the chest. Like Count Dooku in fucking episode three. <laughs> He's just sitting there with a dumbfounded look on his face for a moment. Uh, after he loses his hand. And Ophelia would like to, just absolutely covered in blood and shit and sweat, swing her blood-soaked human bane dueling sword yes. around at the air and go... Anyone else want to try? Try, try. Nothing. Silence. Actually, hold on. Let me roll some dice real quick. Okay. My intimidate check is a 21. (laughs) Amazing. Provided I'm renowned here. (laughs) Yep, it's quiet for a while. All right. Um... Hey, you want some loot? Yeah. Okay. And then I get to try to make UMD checks to make this wand work. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. here's your, for your loot sheet. Okay. All right. We got some lovely things for you here. All right. Um, you want the money first or you want the stuff first? Uh, give me the money first. I'm already on the uh, cash flow page. You get four. Uh, you, you can calculate this. Four lovely doses of 489 gold. All right. Uh, four times. I don't know what that is total, but. I assume you have a spreadsheet open. Yep, four uh, times 489. Oops. What we got? 1,956. Sorry, three times that. My bad. There's only three of them. So Uh, you get three times 489 gold. And that is 1,467. 1,467. That is not bad. That is uh, two more scrolls of uh, Dimension Door. Anyway. um, All right, now for the gear. Gear. Uh, you don't get any potions because they already drank all their potions. That's fine. The usual freelance thieves uh, have potions of cure mod and potions of invisibility. I traded out, since we're you're fighting them in a sewer and they want to ambush people, I traded out the potion of cure mod for a potion of dark vision. Yeah, that makes sense. However, they don't have it because they already drank it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, fine. They heard you guys clanking along. And you get to do get three Tanglefoot bags. Our- hey, Tanglefoot bags. Uh, do we still have a place for Tanglefoot bags on the sheet? <gasps> we do! We do! It's empty now, but now, no longer. Now we have Tanglefoot bags again. Alright. I'm gonna put sewer robbers. 
And then you're going to have three of each of these, right? Okay. Plus one studded leather. Ooh, okay. Plus one rapier. Okay. Masterwork light crossbow. Plus one rapier. A total of uh, 60 crossbow bolts. Okay. Three cloaks of resistance plus one. Okay. Three sets of thieves tools. Okay. <laughs> All right. And from there, you may continue on into into old Corvosa. All right. And the rest of the way does seem to go unaccosted. Okay. You get up into Garrison Hill, right? Uh-huh. Right. Um, and okay. I'm just going to delete all um, these. You got your all your charges marked down, and are you guys uh, at full health again? Yep, we're at full health again. Okay, nice. So, uh, you, you're aware that there are there have been attacks uh, at this point near, basically a point on the wall overlooking the Endrin Military Academy? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So th is that where you're going? Yes. All right. So you're getting there, and you're casting locate object, right? Yes. Uh, Unio would have would have had that uh, prep today. Gotcha. Uh, and that that's the uh, that's a second level spell. What is the range on locate object? Um. <clears throat> also, this oh, is sorry. It's a it's a third level spell for uh for clerics. Um. So yeah, we'll have the, they have a they have a situational slot here. We'll put the locate object in. Okay. Um, so the range on that is 720 feet. Okay. It's 400 plus 40 feet per level. 720? We're level, level 8. So yeah, 720. Okay. Cast. Uh, locate object. Locate object. On sawtooth. Give me the text. You sense the direction of a well-known or clearly visualized object. You can search for general items, in which case you locate the nearest of its kind if more than one is within range. Attempting to find a certain item requires a specific and accurate mental image. If the image is not close enough to the actual object, the spell fails. You cannot specify a unique item unless you have observed that particular item firsthand, not through divination. The spell is blocked by even a thin sheet of lead. Creatures cannot be found by the spell. Polymorph any object and non-detection fool it. So Unia is visualizing a sawtooth saber, uh as was left behind in Lenore's house with the note. The spell lasts a minute per level. The direction? Yes. Doesn't tell you how far? No. All right. Although so I imagine uh, once the direction switches, you realize you've walked too far. <laughs> All right. So you are sort of up here on the wall, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, from your vantage point overlooking both Fort Corvosa and Garrison Hill. Uh-huh. You cast your spell. And uh, you sense the direction and you feel this pull uh, toward the west and you sort of follow the direction that it seems to be indicating uh -huh. and it's pointing right at Vin Carlo's house. <gasps> oh no. And we'll figure out what happens there next, next time, time on, on Curse, Curse of the Crimson, of the Crimson Throne. Throne. By the way, what? If you do this, you get to level nine. <gasps> so if I go into Vent Carlo's house? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll have the level up ready for next time. Be ready. I will be we'll ready. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. All right. Thank 
you for listening to this week's episode. I hope none of those wounds get infected. Maybe somebody could help Lenore clean off a little bit? To Have and to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dukscher. The Pathfinder role-playing game and the Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with Paizo's community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape. Our outro was Conquistador from their Curse of the Crimson Throne sound set. If you're looking for great sound effects to give life to your games, check out Sirenscape.com. This session also featured music by Philip Melvin, including Nightmare of the Swamp and Terror Beneath the Inn. Our intro is The Crimson Banquet, Red Raven's Waltz. For these and other great tracks, check out Philip's Tabletop Music Bazaar on Patreon. Or, if it's after December 2021, check out Michael Gelfie's Patreon for Philip and Michael's latest work. This session also featured an extra sound effect from Freesound. Funny Running Footsteps, Slip Into Glass Bottles, and Crash by Wanny Manny. Link in the description. We are on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, tohaveandtoroll.tumblr.com. And remember, we do not have a Patreon, but Rain does work full-time trying to save the world with the power of solar energy. If you'd like to see how we can help you switch your home over to solar, please send us an email to haventoroll at gmail.com. Subject line, Rain's Day Job. We will be back in two weeks as our heroes track down the Red Mantis. See you then. had a great time hanging out with folks there and getting a little ta- Is that what it's called? The Golden Unicorn? I don't- the, sorry, sorry, what? The We bought two more Scrolls of Dimension Door from you the did. lady. Um, it's the Gilded Orrery. Yes, the yes. Gilded Orrery. Yes. Um, sorry, I was mixing up the name of it with a fancy hotel in Ruby. Um, slide to the right. Uh, <laughs> Leaving Sorry, <laughs> getting into our version of getting to our version of the cha-cha slide. It's like left foot, left stop. Left foot, left, foot, left stop. Slide, slide to the left. left. Slide <laughs> to the left. Slide to the left. If you freeze, change- everybody, slide to the left. If you change it to slide to the right, you can then rename the dance the Overton window. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Goodness. Anyway, welcome to Corvosa. <laughs> um. North Point is the north. Hold on. This book is wrong.
Oh. <laughs> this calls North Point out as the northwestern tip of, of, the, <laughs> of the peninsula. Sometimes we get east and west mixed up. It happens. That is certainly the eastern. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the northeastern tip of mainland Corvosa. Now I'm sitting here going, is this a map not oriented with north at the top? Yep, there's the compass rose. Yep, that's definitely the northeastern point. <laughs> All right, so uh, we. <laughs> oh, it happens. It happens.